you are listening to. No, that isn't me, and it sure isn't you, and I'll be helping you to step into who you are. So let's start that again. Welcome to Beyond the Brand with me, Carly. This podcast is all about inspiring you to align with your brand and your business to attract who you want to. We'll also be delving deeper into how you show up, especially if, like me, you're a little bit neuro-spicy, or as I call it, neuro-amazing, because that is what we are. We'll be looking at what can stop you from showing up as you, with brilliant guests every two weeks, who will be helping me talk all of this through too. You might want to grab a journal or a notebook for all the inspiration, top tips, and just chances to reflect that you're about to hear. So let's get on with this week's episode and help take you beyond the brand. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode. And today's episode is a solo episode, as you can tell. It's just me and I'm chatting about something super, super important. Yet we all tend to flinch at it, resist it. And actually, I can't quite believe that I'm recording an episode myself about this because, oh my goodness, yeah, I absolutely used to hate this topic. Hated it with a passion. (laughs) But let's chat about it. Let's chat about, oh, actually, what is it called? This episode is called Soulful Selling Without Selling Your Soul. And uh uh-oh, I said it, didn't I? The S word. Selling. (laughs) Sales. Yeah, I mean, how do they make you feel? First of all, that's maybe a good place to start. For anyone listening who is on this entrepreneurial, I can never say that word, entrepreneurial (laughs) journey. Sales. Selling. Yeah, how do those make you feel? Probably, if it's anything like I used to be, And you know what? Even now, sometimes I do catch myself still feeling a little bit icky about it. And it all depends on your mindset around it, depends on how you feel, it depends on how you frame it, which is what we're going to chat about. But yeah, I used to feel so uncomfortable with it. And I'm pretty sure that so many of you listening will be feeling exactly the same. But please don't switch off because it's something we need, isn't it? I mean, why do we feel so uncomfortable? It's something we need to run our business. And actually, it's something that we're surrounded by every single day. So just to get by every single day, everything you can see around you, we have bought. Maybe not everything, but a lot of the things around us, we have bought. We have made that decision to buy. And when I look at this, I'm even myself questioning how I've gone from absolutely hating the words and hating the idea of selling to I'm not sure if I'm quite liking it yet, but you know what? I'm getting used to it and it's all part of what I'm doing. And that's it. It's reconnecting. I've reconnected with my creativity, my creative past, my degree and experience, and even in agencies with this of advertising. But it was very similar to personal branding that you have a brief or a product. For this, we are going to say that is you. (laughs) It possibly is what you're selling, but because I'm all about personal branding, I like to put a person into their brand. So even if you're selling your products, unfortunately, that for me (laughs) means putting yourself out there as well and not hiding behind those products. I mean, that is a whole different podcast episode and something I'll be coming back to. But for now, yeah, we are. We're taking it just like an advertising. We are taking yourself, your very gorgeous, fabulous self, and we are selling you. (laughs) That sounds so wrong. But we are selling what you do, how amazing you are. And yes, if you listen back to episode 19, it's all about your messaging 
and that ends up being a word I, I use so many times actually when I listen to that back. I use subliminal quite a, a lot of times that we are selling subliminally, indirectly, with an emotional response. So that does come into this and that's going to actually be one of the tips I'm going to give, which I'll get onto in a minute. But yeah, it's still all about making that sale. What is their decision to buy? How can we influence that? But in a really non-sleazy, soulful way. Because we need it, don't we? You know, if we're all talking about being entrepreneurs, women in business, running our own business, whatever you want to call that, we have to have sales, as uncomfortable as it makes us feel. No sales, no business. But let's look at how we can feel better about it. So how do we sell without selling our soul? And how do we sell with soul? It's quite a tongue twister. But I'm going to go with one word. And that is connection, connecting with your audience and connecting with yourself. I think it's a two-way connection here because you have to feel good in yourself, in your message, which I know I'm always covering, but you also have to be really comfortable and feel really good connecting with your audience. And it's all in alignment, isn't it? It's making sure that what you, first of all, are selling, so your services or whether it's products, that you feel completely aligned with them. Yeah, this might be something from the past that you used to really feel good about them. I'm going to use my example again of when I worked in fitness and what I was selling. So yes, I was selling myself, that sounds so wrong, selling what I did. So I was selling the idea, the promise of what fitness can give you, what movement can give you. But I didn't really feel aligned with it because in diet culture, fitness culture, so many times fitness equals weight loss and so many of us are still wired to that thought process and yes there's so many fabulous people on Instagram and influencers, PTs, yeah there's so many people out there that are starting to reframe what fitness is, what movement is, detach it from diet culture and weight loss. It's making sure you feel aligned because I didn't anymore and I realised that that actually I was selling it as weight loss because you sometimes think well what are their pain points what can I help them with? But yeah, alignment and what other people thought of it. I just want to step away from that whole thing. So check in with yourself and make sure you're aligned. And this is actually going into the tips. So let's go into those. Let's backtrack a little bit. I talk about connection and I've just given one away completely. So I'll kind of just skim over that one. But yeah, grab a pen and paper if you want to, or just wherever you are. If you're driving, that's always where I listen to my podcast. It's like my little bubble. And it's a great place to do it. You know, as soon as I'm out in the car by myself, I've done the school drop off, podcast goes on and Joe Walt confession. Sometimes I do listen to my own podcast. <laughs> oh dear. Especially when it's guests, I should say, rather than just listening to my own voice. But I have such amazing guests that I just want to listen to it again because sometimes I learn things from it. So it's always worth just listening and yeah, listening to episodes again. If you are loving this podcast, you could always go back and listen to them again. But yeah, let's um, see, I do go off on one. Let's backtrack a little bit. So yep, yeah, grab a pen and paper if you do want to, or if you're in the car, just, yeah, check in with how this is making you feel, if there's anything you can learn from this, and anything that you want to reframe as well. So let's go for it. Let's talk about, about soulful selling without selling our souls. Sounds dreamy, doesn't it? Sounds amazing. And you can make this happen. So let's give it a go. Okay, tip number one, being true to yourself. Make sure that you're in alignment with what you are selling, with how you feel about what you are doing, about your 
image you're putting out there so that kind of starts to touch on personal branding overall but you know is everything as it should be and I say should very loosely because I never like that word should I always think change a should to a want and that really can help you discover if you do want that but for me I'm saying should because I just really want you to yeah to feel as good as you can but even if you change it to want is it all as you want it to be is your image your message Hopefully you've checked in and you think, yep, yeah, I'm in complete alignment. It's being true in your message. So let's make sure with your message that, I will say this on repeat, but you know what? That's the thing. When you do have your message, you should say it on repeat. <laughs> People need to know what you're about. And that's the thing. You want it to come across really clearly who you are, what you are about, and how you can help people. I know I say it a lot, but yeah, that is all in that message. And it's almost magical. Once you've got that message right, everything flows. Anyway, I won't keep going on about that, even though I'm so passionate because I just know how much it can help you. So tip number three actually links on from number two, from the message, and it's understanding your audience. Because I always say about, and there is an episode in this coming very soon, but I always say about digging deep and understanding yourself and putting your own sort of needs and wants, I guess, first above your eyes of clients. And that does tend to go against a lot of advice you're given when it comes to marketing. But for me, I think it really is checking in with yourself, make sure you're in alignment and then looking at the audience. But yeah, stepping away from you to your audience and it's looking at what do they need from you? And another classic question you'll hear again and again is what are their pain points? What can you help them with? How will what you have got or what you do improve their lives? And my top tip on this is actually not to see it from your point of view. It's to become the audience. (laughs) Look at it from that third person's point of view. So this gets very confusing, but looking from your point of view now, looking at the services the other you offers (laughs) is, you know, yeah, let's have a look. What do you need from you? Very confusing. Have a think and jot that down if you need to. What are their pain points? And I've said this before, I think I did say in the messaging episode, was about that, yeah, your ideal client, your audience, is the old you. And I don't know how far back that goes. It's perhaps a while ago, so it doesn't really matter which, you'll know where you're up to compared to where your audience are up to now. And yet, think about it from their point of view. What are they struggling with? What do they need? And like I say, if you're becoming them, what do you need? (laughs) Just to throw you off. (laughs) What do you need right now as that ideal client? Have a good think. I think that is really tricky sometimes to think about, to answer, but that is usually because we're thinking it from our point of view. So yeah, become the audience, think about what you need, and then how can you help them? So tip number four is back to that word connection. Begin to connect. So you can share stories on Instagram or Facebook. I'm obsessed with stories. So do check me out on Instagram. And again, that's in the show notes. I always put all my links there so you can easily find me and connect with me. And just you know what, sometimes go over what I'm chatting about here because I always post about the same sort of things, which is part of your message. So yeah, post on your stories. Post something personal, not too personal. You know, it's as far as you want to go with that. Maybe you do want to share something quite vulnerable if it's in line with what you're doing. But it could just be, you know, what you're up to. People love it. People love to be a bit nosy. They love the behind the scenes. And many times that can link into what it is you're selling as well. So there's a chance to ask questions. You know, engage. 
and just show you care in a really natural way. When you're engaging, it becomes two-way. You're commenting on their comments, <laughs> they're commenting back and you're just having a nice natural discussion, getting to know them, they're getting to know you. And at that point, there's no sales involved and you don't even have to think of it. At that point, it's not the aim to think, oh, how can I then sell this to them? It's just engaging and connecting. So yeah, next, I'm counting these here, <laughs> number five. And this sounds really silly because it's really obvious. We are in business, we do need sales, but there's one thing we often forget to do, and I do. This is something I'm trying to get to grips with at the minute. Tell them what you do and how you can help them. <laughs> sounds simple, doesn't it? But we don't always do it. Back to the last one, actually. You know, I say about begin to connect with stories, asking questions, engagement, just, just posting content they want to see. And sometimes we can get so carried away in posting that content, actually forget to just show what we do or to tell them what we do. Then again, the next point is how can you help them? That is key compared to what you do. So how can you help them? What will they get from working with you? Let them know. You know share testimonials. Say how amazing you are. And I know that can feel uncomfortable. I know. And I say, I am the queen of not doing this myself sometimes. It's that thing, isn't it? I'm so much better about getting others to do what I, what I should be doing. Because it just feels better, doesn't it? It, it? it feels uncomfortable for us to be doing it. So yeah, I suppose you can consider that as me saying for you to do it today. <laughs> you have permission to go and sing your own praises. And yeah, let people know. When did you last introduce yourself? When did you last tell them what you do? When did you last say how you can help them and how you can change their life? So back to number two, where we said about their pain points, what do they need from you and how will they improve your life? Yeah, that comes into this as well. Tell them, make it part of your content. And you could have this where I won't go too much off track here. This where a content plan really comes in handy because sometimes it's a question of, oh, how often though? When do I do? I don't want to do it too much. I don't want to sell too much. You could have it on rotation. So you could choose your own way of working. So it's almost sort of four or five different types of content. One could be a sales post. One could be about telling about yourself. One could be a testimonial. One could be natural sort of engaging questions. And then you put them on rotation. So that is something that you can have a look at and just devise yourself or do come and find me. So I like to plan a month in advance and then I'll be a bit more specific with it week to week. So yeah, that is about how you can help them. I've gone totally off track there, but that is part of how you can do that. So you can start to, you know, connecting, telling them what you do, how you can help them, put it on rotation, put that into a content plan and you won't feel quite as uncomfortable. Which leads me on to the next one. Is this number six? Yes. <laughs> Just reading them back. So check in with your feelings. Regularly check in with your feelings around sales. You know, from that last point about how you can help them, that starts to feed into sales, doesn't it? And you can already start to feel really uncomfortable. I know I can. I'm saying this all from personal experience. And yeah, you can start to feel discomfort, self-doubt, that inner critic voice might just pop up and say that, no, you're not as amazing as that. Or you know, you're saying, about, I'm saying, how can you help them? You want to be quite transformative. So yeah, self-doubt, that is probably at this point going to rear its head. So it's checking with those feelings and see if there's any way you can, it sounds quite flippant this, but this is from a book I read. I always like to mention the books I've read because there's been some absolutely game-changing books. But a book for me that really did change things was Playing Big by Tara Moyer, Moyer, Moore. 
I'm not sure how to say that, but it's spelled M-O-H-R. And she really does talk about this, about the inner critic and the inner mentor. And yeah, this does sound quite flippant. But I love how she talks about thanking your your doubts and your thoughts and your negative self. So if this doubt comes in and you start to feel uncomfortable with the sales and you start to doubt what it is you're selling, whether it is, say, your products or yourself. (laughs) So the idea is to thank them, thank those feelings and those thoughts and then move them on. So acknowledge them, but don't take them on board. And I absolutely love that. So yeah, check in those feelings and do you know what? Tell them where to go. (laughs) Tell them to do one. We don't need that self-doubt at this point. We are in business. We need sales. So at that point, maybe that's a good way to look at it. That inner doubt we might have, thank it, move it on. It's not doing us any favours because we need those sales. So yeah, on to our next one, number seven, I think, is just to breathe. If you get into this point and you are feeling all those feels, but you don't reconnect to who you are, what do you do best? What is your zone of genius? I like to talk about from another book, The Big Leap. You know, what do you do that will help them? And just imagine how much you will help them. Maybe you need to put yourself back into that audience point of view. Imagine receiving that help, how grateful they will be. Practice that gratitude from their point of view. And you'll soon start to see that actually sales don't have to be salesy or icky or pushy. They are just there to help. You are actually helping them. And this is on to my next tip, which is to reframe it. So selling becomes serving. How can you serve? How can you help them with whatever it is they need? And a good thing I always like to hear, and sometimes, again, you can't hear these things too much, but I've heard so many people saying this, and it really makes sense, that they need that from you. Whatever you have, so you've nailed your message, you've crafted your offer, you know, we've got so many stages by this point, you have checked in with your mindset and you know that what you have is going to 100% help them because you you are them you have been them so you now know that that is serving them and what stops them if you don't offer it if you don't step up and offer this to them what stops them from going elsewhere because they still need it so it's not to always think of it as we are yeah being salesy inconveniencing them that we are bothering them you know how many times do you do that back to that connecting with your feelings how many times do you feel guilty and I'm saying this because like I said I've totally been there feeling guilty for selling our own services products almost apologizing sorry to bother you but yeah it doesn't have to be that way you're helping them and they are going to be so so very grateful for what you're helping them with so it comes back to well, do you know what? I've not actually put this in there, but believing in yourself. I'm going to add that as an extra bonus tip, believing it. I suppose it comes back to the very first tip about being true to yourself, checking in with yourself, feeling aligned, checking with that belief too. Do you believe everything we've just talked about, about what you do best, how much you'll be helping them? You need to believe this. If you don't believe it, check in with that alignment. Make sure there's no tweaks you can be made. Is there something that's not serving you anymore? Like I did with the fitness and the weight loss. And yeah, I wasn't. By that point when I started to really realise this, yeah, my sales weren't great. And I now know why. I go back and my energy, my alignment was absolutely all over the place. It didn't feel good. When we talk about feeling good, it didn't. And it shows. So check in with that and then yeah, believe in it. Believe that you are helping them and how much that will help them. My last tip, and I've totally lost count of how many I've got. So one, two, three, nine. (laughs) I now have nine. (laughs) 
oh, I should have got a 10. Oh, I did, didn't I? The believe one. So do you know what? We're going to round that up as 10. That's 10 ways you can sell without selling your soul. There you go. <laughs> I've just created my own very opt-in there. I may put that into an opt-in in the future. See, content, you can repurpose it. This is another top tip, which will be another episode at some other point. Yeah, number 10, uh, my final tip is to connect with the emotional journey. So connect with the emotional side of it. I'm sure by this point we've already done this to take out the selling aspect of feeling icky, sales being a negative, that we are bothering them, that we need to apologize for it. Reconnect with, and again, reframe, of course, into the emotional side of things, the emotional journey, tapping back into how you are helping them, how they will feel, and sell that. When we talk about selling, you know, this goes into your copy. I always say about being aligned and feeling good in your message and what you're about. It flows into your copy. So right from that place, give it a go. Write down all those emotions as the audience. If you are still in that mindset, being the audience to be your ideal client, your dream client, I should say. And imagine all those emotions you're going to experience from this transaction. Transaction sounds so salesy, doesn't it? But do you know what? say in a way we need these sales so we will talk about it in a sales way but also in a very intuitive soulful emotional way too and we can do both the sales and transaction can be more that your mindset that you need this it's part of a business the emotional intuitive side is more from the audience and client and customer journey point of view but yeah write them all down write those emotions and let's just see if you can get some amazing copy from it i know you can I always say that I really believe that everyone can write copy. It's getting all the pieces in place before. It's all a journey. It's all a brand journey. And it all starts from you, your message, your personal brand. If you can get that right, the rest really does flow. And that's why I'm so passionate about this. So give that a go. Have a go at writing the copy. Have a go at just getting your mindset right around this. And I really do believe that you can step into that new way of selling soulful selling without selling your soul (laughs) give that a go and yeah do let me know how you get on i would love to connect find me on instagram and facebook and my fabulous facebook group but all my links are always in the notes please do check them out come and find me let me know how you get on or just connect overall so yeah give that a go good luck and thank you so much for listening Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you've enjoyed that episode and got everything that you need from it. Don't forget to check out all of the other episodes, depending on what it is that you need in your business and life at this moment in time. Don't forget to leave a glowing review and do check out the show notes for any free resources mentioned today. Plus, do come and connect with me on social media as well as my brilliant guests. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.